Hi y'all, this is Lee. Welcome to Hashing It Out with Lee Montgomery. Today we're talking about how to make it through the holidays without feeling deprived, left out, or sending ourselves into a spiral in subsequent flare. You're not gonna wanna miss this. So on this episode, we're gonna focus on Thanksgiving and how do we get through Thanksgiving as Hatchy Girls. And, and the reason we're actually titling, titling it Thanksgiving and not just holidays is because this is the holiday that is really more focused around food, on what we're eating. It's every gathering you go to is like a feast, right? So <laughs> we wanted to really hone in on Thanksgiving and how to get through that day or a couple of days for some of you, if you've got four families like I do <laughs> successfully. <laughs> so um, I wanted to start with approach. So how are you going to approach this holiday? And that's going to differ for everybody. And it's really dependent on where are you in your journey right now? So some of us, some of you, I should say, are full-fledged in um, finder's mode. You're in an elimination diet right now. You are following an AIP protocol. You've eliminated things that you know are impacting your inflammation, your headaches, uh, the bloating, the fatigue, all of that. And, and you're well on your way, like you're feeling good. And so if that is you, my number one suggestion, and just let me tell you, that was me the first two years of my journey, okay? I actually did this and it was hard, but you want to show up to Thanksgiving prepared. I wouldn't recommend you being like full AIP for like two or three months and then showing up to Thanksgiving and just eating whatever's on the table. You're going to feel bad. You're going <laughs> to walk away from the table bloated, not feeling great, um, and probably uh, really put a damper on your progress. Not that it will actually impact your progress really big, but it will slow it down mentally for you, right? So if that's you, if this is where you're at, I'm just going to suggest at this point that you go prepare to stick to your plan, okay? Whether that's, you know, usually the meat that they provide is okay. So a smoked turkey, some people do tenderloin, ham, things like that, that's fine. But coming prepared with some gluten-free, dairy-free, whatever you're on, whatever program or whatever diet you're following, prepare to eat that way for Thanksgiving. I would hate for you to do all of this just to get to Thanksgiving and ruin that um, in one day, right? And so not many people start an elimination or a full AIP right before the holidays. So hoping that's not very many of you, but just know that I'm there with you, sister, because that was me the first two years I had to. It's where I was at and it's what I chose to do. And I've lived, okay? Just wasn't <laughs> near as fun. <laughs> wasn't near as fun. Um, and then the second approach where a lot of my hashtag girls are now. So we have a, a group of hashtag girls going through the course and they are in their elimination diet. Now they're actually adding back in the foods to see what's impacting them. Okay. And so by the time we get to Thanksgiving, most of them have, will be through the elimination. They have added foods back in. They've determined what's impacting them, what's not right. And so for them, my suggestion is show up to Thanksgiving Bring a couple of things that you know you can have that don't impact you, right? So that you can walk away from the table feeling great and just know that if dairy impacted you, maybe you shouldn't have dairy that day or you're okay with the risk. You just got to accept that risk before you get there, right? I guess it really depends on where you're going. If you're going to 
if you're going to grandma's house, it's probably okay. If you're going to boss's house, maybe stay away from the dairy. (laughs) (laughs) So, so just know your risk, um, be prepared when you go into that and, uh, stick to whatever your choice is. Okay. And then there's the last approach that I, I typically think most of us probably fall into this category, which we're well into our healing journey. Okay. So someone like me, even Liza, we're well into our healing journey. We know exactly what foods impact us, what don't, what doesn't. We even know about how much we can intake of certain foods before stimulating some sort of response, right? So the week before Thanksgiving, I'm very careful with dairy because I know too much dairy causes my face to break out. It also causes me to have a little bit of what I call bubble gut. And so (laughs) I know I'm gonna have a little dairy on Thanksgiving. So I will steer clear of it the week, you know, um, prior to Thanksgiving so that when I get to the Thanksgiving table, I don't have to say no to some of the things I love. Now, I also watch portion sizes on that day um, and I don't overindulge just so that I don't stimulate some sort of crazy response in my body. Um, But for people like us, it's more about enjoying the day, knowing how our body's going to respond, and then taking those digestive enzymes. Not something that I like to... um, uses a crutch all the time, but I do use digestive enzymes on occasion, um, especially like when I'm eating out and you don't know what you're getting in your food. Same thing for Thanksgiving. You don't know what Aunt Jojo put in her pie or in her dressing or whatever, right? So um, have them available, be careful with your portions, know what you're getting into and know what the possible outcome is gonna be depending on where you're going so that you can make your choices um, appropriately. So. Outside of that, like where we're at as Hashi Girls and the quality of food, the ingredients, I do have some other tips for managing Thanksgiving, just um, general nutrition that I wanted to talk about, okay? And so one of them is how do we manage our intake, right? So like so many of us, like raise your hand if you overeat on Thanksgiving for no other reason than it's like you feel like you'll never have turkey again or dressing again, right? It's like, I got to eat all I can in one sitting. And so how do we manage overeating? Um, Liza brought up a good point earlier that sometimes we don't feel like we overeat, although obviously we do because we're so stuffed from just grazing because we never actually get a plate and make a plate. We graze, we pick all day. I mean, and I say all day long, it usually starts in the morning because I'm one of the main um, preparers for Thanksgiving. So it's like, I wake up at 6am and it's nonstop and I'm constantly tasting, eating. I never stop for breakfast. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a constant graze all day long. So you're saying Uh, the rule of if you eat calories standing up, they don't count is not true. Not true today, no. <laughs> if only, if only. Um, so I actually just saw this somewhere and I cannot remember where I saw this. So just know if this person's listening to this podcast, I did not steal this idea from you. I would love to give you credit and I will go find who you are and post it somewhere. But they talked about, not limiting, I hate saying that, but like having some rules around like how you eat. And so their their idea was having one large plate And then it was like two or three small plates and that's what you get for the day, right? So the small plate could be like hors d'oeuvres prior to um, your lunch. Most of us eat midday for Thanksgiving, right? And so like typically someone has a veggie tray or a fruit tray or maybe some hors d'oeuvres, you know, like you have that small plate, pick a couple of things that you want on the plate, eat it and be done with it, okay? Um, 
Your large plate is going to be your actual Thanksgiving plate. Only put things on there that you want to eat. Okay. Um, small servings of everything. I think we get overzealous. At least I do when I'm making my plate. Like, remember, it's a potluck type dinner. So you, a little bit of everything because there's so many. When you have 17 sides, you don't need a full serving of everything, guys. Okay. So <laughs> small servings on your plate. Again, you're still eating a lot. Get everything you want. Be done. Make sure you have a decent amount of protein on that plate. Eat the turkey. Eat the ham. Eat the tenderloin. Okay. And then the other small plate was for dessert. And I thought there was a third one and I can't remember what it was, but let's just say two small plates, one for hors d'oeuvres, one for dessert. Go find your favorite, put it on your plate, eat it, be done. And so that was, when I read that, I was like, oh, that makes it simple. It cuts out the grazing. Now you know how much you're eating. Now you can monitor, am I actually full? Should I stop? And I just think it gives us a really great visual without limiting us. Like, I don't want to, I don't ever want to go to the Thanksgiving table with restriction mindset because that's not what that holiday is about, right? We're supposed to be there to enjoy our friends, our family, the fellowship amongst us. And yes, the food is great, but it shouldn't <laughs> be all about the food, right? The other thing is staying hydrated. I know, I know I preach on this hydration thing all the time. I mean, even when people say, what's this one small step I can start with today? I'm like, how much water are you drinking? <laughs> For some reason on holidays, we don't drink water. And I don't know why, but we don't. And I think it's just, we're busy, busy, busy as Liza it literally pulls up her liter of bottle of bottled water right now and drinks it. <laughs> I'm glad this but isn't videoed for everyone to see me guzzling water when you reminded me just now. <laughs> yes. So don't forget your water. If you're going somewhere, take your own water with you. There's nothing worse than going to someone's house and they only have tap water and you don't drink tap water. You know what I'm saying? Like, or whatever. Have bottled water in the back of your car. Start early. Get half of it in before you go. Um, just don't negate the water. We need the hydration that day. We need it for energy. We need it to help us digest all the extra food. Um, and it's just, it actually makes you feel fuller, right? And I'm never, I will never be one to preach, drink water when you're hungry. Now, if you're hungry, freaking eat food. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what I am saying is you will get false hunger cues when you are chronically dehydrated. So stay hydrated that day. It's the one thing you can do for yourself. Um, that's super simple, right? It's easy to drink water. I say it's easy. It's simple. It's not easy. Um, <laughs> the, the next thing that I want to talk about is eating before you go to your event. So how many of you wake up and you skip breakfast on Thanksgiving because you know you're going to have a huge meal at two o'clock and then you get there and you're so famished, you're like just eating all the food, right? And you can't even enjoy it. So I would highly recommend make sure that you eat a normal breakfast before your Thanksgiving meal. Wake up, have your breakfast shake, have your breakfast smoothie, have something planned. Maybe instead of, you know, I always get frustrated whenever my mom wants to cook breakfast on Thanksgiving morning because I'm like, we got 17 sides to cook. There's no room, <laughs> but you can like have some boiled eggs from the night before. Cause most of the time we're making deviled eggs anyway. Right? Like, so boil some extra ones for breakfast have someone bring i don't know i mean like there's so many different things you can bring a hash that's easily microwavable or you can throw it in the air fryer uh, make that part of like if you've got people coming to your house for thanksgiving put them in charge of breakfast say hey i need you to come with it prepared where all we have to do is warm it up easy super simple 
I always recommend as Hashi Girls, take a couple of dishes with you that you know are 100% in compliance with your goals. And that doesn't mean we have to walk through the door and say, here I am with my gluten-free, dairy-free entrees or side <laughs> dishes, and then no one touches them. Y'all, when people don't know, they just eat it. No one cares what's in it. No one walks in and announces what ingredients are in their dish, you know, or not in their dish, right? So I would just recommend take something that you know you will enjoy, that you've already made, take that onus off of them. Like it's yours, like you own it, you take it with you um, so that you have a couple of things you can enjoy that you know will taste good and you know you're looking forward to, um, especially desserts, because I feel like that's the part that gets kind of hard for a hashy girl. Desserts, most desserts have gluten and dairy in them. Right, so, right? absolutely. So, and we have some pretty awesome ideas coming up for holidays, guys. Um, some gluten-free and some dairy-free options. We've got some cookies. We've got some brownies. We've got a couple of recipes coming up. So um, we'll be sharing those as we um, finalize them. But um, that's my second tip. My third one is move your body. Don't let Thanksgiving be an excuse to sit on the couch and watch football all day, which there's time and a place for that. But I call this type of movement is more of a digestion movement. Okay, so when you eat, go walk. Get your friends, get the cousins, the aunts, the uncles, the ones you haven't seen in a long time, or take their kids outside. Go for a walk to the park, walk in the driveway, walk down the street. I promise you, you will feel better when you actually give your body time to digest the food. Doesn't have to be a power walk. Simply stroll, chit chat with your family, have a good time. Um, you could even go to a park, whatever, but I highly recommend moving your body on Thanksgiving day. This is not about exercise. This is about digestion. This is about getting things moving because we tend to eat more on Thanksgiving. So you don't feel bloated. You don't feel weighed down. Move your body, help your body digest the foods um, to get them going. Okay, Lee, those are all great tips. I have a couple of um, questions from your free Facebook group. If you have not joined Lee's free Facebook group, it is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash thriving through Hashimoto's. And you could jump in there and ask questions. Lee is great about answering questions in there. And we had a couple of girls ask a few things um, and would like some answers on this. One of them you kind of just talked about movement. I have a question here and she's asking... <laughs> she doesn't want to move and go exercise on Thanksgiving. Is it okay to take the day off on Thanksgiving from working out? If we're talking about workouts, absolutely. Like my gym is closed and I typically don't do a real workout on Thanksgiving. Instead, I focus on, like I said, digestion walks. It's just walks to get things moving so that you don't have all that extra food just sitting in your gut weighing you down. So Absolutely. Do not feel like you have to do an intentional workout. You don't have to do one of the turkey trots. You don't have to do any of that. But I would highly encourage you to move your body, even if it's just a walk around your neighborhood. Okay, good. Okay. And then we have this one. Where is your favorite place to get recipes from? So I, I really... The only place that I get recipes from is Pinterest um, <laughs> because you can type in whatever you want, like whatever you're looking for, like let's say dressing, Thanksgiving dressing, which 
Southern people know dressing is made with cornbread. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can type in gluten-free Thanksgiving dressing recipe. And typically you will have quite a few options pop up. I love starting there. Um, soon enough, like we actually on our Hashi Girls website, um, we'll have a couple recipes out there as well that will hopefully help. Um, we will focus on gluten-free and then we'll also focus on gluten-free and dairy-free. But honestly, for me, um, I quit buying cookbooks, which I hate that because I feel like I don't support some of these people um, <laughs> monetarily, <laughs> but I love Pinterest. It's always my go-to for my recipes. Okay, great. Um, here's another sort of recipe question. What is your go-to dessert for Thanksgiving? I'm guessing that meets um, expectations, either one gluten-free or dairy-free. Do you have one? Gosh. Um, so my mom and I, we kind of messed with pie crust last year. We used, um, there's a brand called Cup for Cup. Mm -hmm. uh, flour and we did my mom's she makes homemade pie crust that is to die for and we used we still used crisco <laughs> and then we also did one with butter and they were good they were better with um fruit pies okay. right like that it tasted better with those than it did for some reason the pecan pie I don't know. I, I, it just wasn't the same, right? I also recommend one of the things I learned last year is instead of making big pies for your gluten-free, make the mini ones. They work better. Or crumbles. Instead of having oh. to do like a full pie crust, do crumbles. That tends to work a little bit better as well. Um, I will tell you my favorite gluten-free that I feel like the gluten-free flour does a really good job with is peach cobbler or any kind of fruit cobbler because it's more of a spongy, which I think we can all agree some of the gluten-free flours, that's just how they bake. They're a little spongy, right? Right. So I felt like the um, cobblers did really well. And then we have a fantastic, um, it is a double chocolate toffee sea salt cookie, uh, chocolate chip cookie uh, recipe that I make every year. That is to die for, and it is gluten-free. Um, you can make it dairy-free. I think the only thing that's in it that has dairy is cream cheese. Is that right? Do you remember? I think it's cream cheese, but you can use a Kite Hill or one of those other dairy-free cream cheeses, and it does the same um, if you want. So, Oh, perfect. Okay, and then this last question is, so let's say you screw up on Thanksgiving. So this person's obviously considering the fact that they may not be able to hold it together on Thanksgiving. But what if you screw up on Thanksgiving? What would you say to do the next day? How, how can you troubleshoot that? So I will tell you this. Have food available already. Like don't, don't wait to screw up and then also not have food for Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like right. go grocery shopping early Thanksgiving week. Have meal prep or some leftovers for Friday. Don't go home with leftovers that don't meet your standards. So you can go home with turkey and you can go home with ham. You can go home with the green beans. But if the dressing isn't gluten-free, leave that behind, right? Anything that doesn't, don't take the rolls home. Anything that doesn't meet what makes you feel good, leave that behind. But my biggest thing is just get up Friday morning, get to moving, drink your water, get some sleep, move your body, get back to eating the way you know makes you feel best. 
Awesome. And really guys, I guarantee you at least half the stuff at the Thanksgiving table, you can probably take home for leftovers. Perfect. Uh, so this is a follow-up question for me because I'm always cooking. What do I do with all the leftovers that we have that are not necessarily um, on my sort of plan? So for me, I send them home with other people. My sister-in-law and her family come. So I try to send as much as I can. Now, I also have three boys and a husband. And typically my oldest son, I mean, he's 27. So, right, like they want all the leftovers. <laughs> so I send as much home as I can. And I, I, again, I keep stuff that I know I'll eat. I love smoked turkey. Um, this year we're actually doing beef tenderloin at our house to change it up a little bit. I love cranberry sauce on the meat. <laughs> you know, I make a mash, mashed potatoes that use uh, a chicken broth. So I do that instead. And I use a little bit of butter in them. And so <clears throat> I can eat that the next day. I think it tastes delicious, like the steak with the, the mashed potatoes and the cranberry sauce. So keep some of the stuff for you, send everything home with everybody else, or only keep enough so like your husband can have something to take to work if he wants. All right, guys. And so the last thing that I want to get across on this podcast today is you cannot ruin your progress, all of your progress in one day. And so when we're looking at the calendar for these next two months, November and December, we've got Thanksgiving, we've got Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and New Year's Eve. Four days, I think it's 61 days total, is not even 10% of that total time. You cannot do so much damage that it undoes all of your progress. So quit. You've got to get that out of your mind. Embrace the day wherever you're at. Meet yourself in your journey wherever you're at. Enjoy Thanksgiving, however that looks for you, however you choose, and then move on the next day. Don't dwell on how good or bad you did. Enjoy it. Make the decision. Enjoy it and move on. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Glad you're here. If you have any questions, like always, reach out to us on Instagram. It's Lee Lee Montgomery, L-E-I-G-H, L-E-I-G-H Montgomery, or at hashygirls.com. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>